Welcome back to the Wild Side News. And now, Sydney Wildsmith. Just how far can our connection go with the animal world? We love our pets, they entertain us, they are our friends, but perhaps we have only scratched the surface of what is possible. Today, we look at canine companions, dogs who give their lives in service to us. It's a story you will always remember, and you'll hear it here when we return on the Wild Side News. Welcome back to the Wild Side News. And now, Sydney Wildsmith. Welcome back. All of us who love nature here on the Wild Side News find our own special ways of connecting with it. Some take to the rivers, we head to the fields with our field guides and binoculars, we write, we paint. I've always loved animal communication. It's a wonderful science. It's actually the science of ethology. But today, I want to explore the art of animal communication because it can reach a rather high form. The communication that exists between animal and human. And I believe we are about to take a journey that is real, rich, and wonderful. Today I have as my guest a truly amazing guy, David Ball. David, welcome to the Wild Side News. Thank you. Uh, David, you have the opportunity to communicate with an animal that very few people will ever or could ever have. You have a friend called Hawk. Is he there with you now? Yeah, he is. Hawk yeah. wants to say hi. Speak to him. Hawk, speak. Speak. Say hi to everybody. Come on, say hi. Speak. There you go. There you go. Good boy. That's great. That's Hawk, by the way. And, and now Hawk is with you everywhere you go, I guess. Um, let's get started. Tell us your story of how it is that you and Hawk have become so connected. Start at the beginning. Well, back in uh, 1989, I had a truck accident, which I broke my back and became a lower-level paraplegic. Got a uh, side effect of a disease that's eaten away at my nerves, and over the years, uh, I'm able to do less and less. So I uh, went to an event through a rehab hospital, and I saw a person with a service dog. I got to talking to them, and they put me in contact with uh, Canine Companions for Independence out of Oceanside, California. And I applied and went through the application process and the interviews and got accepted and uh, ended up with a wonderful dog named Hawk here that helps me with everything in everyday life. Well, we're going to talk a lot more about that in the time that we have here. It took you quite a long time to be able to get to Hawk. Talk about that, about the way in which the canine companions, uh, there's a, a terrific need and actually a bit of a shortfall. T tell us about that a little bit. Yes, uh, well, I applied back in 2001. Um, the application process took about six months, and then I was put on a waiting list. And I was told at the time that it could be as many as five years before I would get 
my service dog. Uh, oh. I got lucky. Um, for some reason, there was a cancellation. Somebody couldn't make the class, and they called me in. And Hawk happened to be there at the same time. It was it's a match made in heaven. Well, I tell you, I was actually out at Canine Companions this last week uh, here in uh, outside of San Diego, and it's an amazing place. That is where you actually went through your your training and met Hawk, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Uh, so you, let's talk about that training because I tell you, people need to know about this. First of all, I'm just going to give a little background. Uh, Canine Companions raises special dogs. They actually have uh, puppy raisers. And so all over the country they have people who raise these dogs. This certainly is something that our listeners could participate in and I highly encourage them to consider doing this because the need is so terrific. The puppies get, uh, get special training. They have to learn 30 commands. And, and those that can pass that then move on to the facility. Let's talk about what happens then. Well, at the facility that where the dogs, and I, I do stress that the dogs make the choice whether this is going to be the life they want or not. They get uh, advanced training, learning how to work with uh, wheelchairs, uh, other medical devices, uh, working around them, getting comfortable with them. Uh, they learn advanced commands such as turning light switches on and off, opening doors, picking items up off the floor, uh, pulling people around in wheelchairs, uh, a, a whole variety of, of things, um, and it, the dog has to make the choice. There's a lot of people that think, you know, the dog's going to make it when they turn them in for advanced training, but if, if the dog doesn't want to do this, it's not going to. You know, you mentioned that actually what happens is once you get into the training, it's a two-week intensive. And from what I understand, it's a terrifically emotional, uh, challenging time. Let's talk about that training because it's, I was there during a training session, and that is precisely it. There's a lot of pressure. Well, talk, tell us about that. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of uh, anticipation. Um, you know, you go down there and you almost feel like a kid on the first day of school. <laughs> Uh, you're introduced to all these new people and these wonderful dogs, and uh, almost immediately they start working you with with them, uh, trying to find a match for you, the, the dog that'll bond with you the best and, and work with you the best. And of course, everybody pits their favorites, but you know, you to quote another graduate's phrase, you, you kind of hold your breath until they make the permanent match, which is at the end of the first week. And we, you know, we work six days a week for two weeks with these dogs, and we go on outings, uh, you know, to public places. Uh, we work with them there at the facility. Uh, the second week they spend entirely with us, 24 hours a day, you know, part of the bonding process. And, you know, everybody picks their favorite dog, but the dog also has to pick the owner. And... And the trainers do a great job of matching them up. I mean, every everybody that graduated in my class has got the perfect dog for them. Well, you talked about the fact that you had a bit of anxiety and hope that Hawk and you, somehow it seems as if you connected from day one, it's almost like a, a, a romance. So there's a connection, a special magic. And I guess that day actually did come. And talk to us about that, when finally you and Hawk were officially uh, partnered. Oh, that was the, the highest point in my entire life. 
things that come along with it to uh, an optimistic view of, of what my future was going to be, what Hawk was you know, going to do for me, the doors he was opening for me. Uh, he's, it's just it's indescribable. I mean, how well he makes you feel about yourself. Uh, all the dogs, everybody that got matched up, you know, it was their matches made in heaven. They are like a romance. You know, you talked about the fact that before Hawk, your life was much more isolated, and society reacted to you in in actually sort of distasteful ways. Talk about what happened since Hawk has come into your life. Yes, uh, you know, beforehand, people they tended my in my experience, and I'm not saying this is for everybody, but in my experience, people tended to shy away. They didn't want to talk with me. Uh, you know, I was I, I was on my own, so so to speak. Uh, but ever since I've had Hawk, you know, people they want to come up and talk. They they want to find out about Hawk and what he does for me. They want to spend time. They want to see some of the stuff he can do. Uh, it's it's a whole new lifestyle. You know, it just pulls a person out of their shell real quick. I found that to be the story amongst different people who who have their dogs. That it's a totally life changing experience. We have about two minutes left, David, and I'd love to hear some of the highlights of this of what has happened. You only had your dog since I think February this year. Is that correct? Right. Yeah. Talk to me about some of the miraculous things that have, have developed between you and Hawk. Uh, Hawk's been there for me. I've had you know a couple bad weeks where. I couldn't do anything uh, just because of, of pain levels, and, and he would sit right there by my side. He's almost gotten to the point where he can anticipate my needs, even when I'm, you know, physically down and unable to do much. Uh, you know, if I want to go to the refrigerator to get something out for supper, he knows that that's where I'm headed, and he opens that door for me. Uh, we get out, and I'm getting tired or something. He he moves just a little bit closer and positions himself so I can grab his harness, you know, like he's ready for me to pull, or for him to pull me. Um, he, he's bonded with me much more than I ever thought was possible. You know, I heard, uh, no, most of the, actually, the commands are very direct, and you have to kind of guide the dog through a series of very specific commands to get them to do things. But I've also heard that they ha- that you and Hawk have had some special moments. For example, if you'd care to share the fact that at night sometimes you've had difficulties, and there was apparently a moment where Hawk seemed to instinctively know uh, what your needs were. Can you talk about that? We only have about 30 seconds left. Yeah, uh, it started back in team training, actually, the first night he was with me. Uh, at, he he figured out that at night, uh, when I flip and flop at night, the pain is what keeps me up. I couldn't sleep much. So from the second night on, he gets on the bed with me. He positions his body in such a way to hold me in one position all night, comfortably. He's, it's not uncomfortable. Uh, we're both real comfortable, but I can't turn over at night, and I sleep the whole night through now. David? Thank you so much. I wish we had two hours. Maybe we can do that sometime. I want people to go to Canine Companions. That's at cci.org. David, thank you so much. Thank you. And when we come, we're not. This is it for the show. The time goes by. I want to thank you all for being here on the Wild Side News.